0: That's solid. That's not veneer, that's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home an auto. Progressive casualty insurance company affiliates and other insurers discounts not available in all states or situations.
1: <coughs> oh, you didn't know. <coughs> you ass better call somebody. Holy club. Six, 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 four. It's the World Wrestling Podcast with your host, the Big Cow King Shop B. And the Big Bad Boo Hair Solomon.
0: I it's Am hostile. You know why I'm hostile. You want to know why I'm so hostile, Sean?
2: You little bitch and you
0: Because hashtag Team Cody. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag Team Cody is the shit. Get over it. hashtag of all hashtags. Welcome back to the World Wrestling Podcast. And I say back because Sean caused us to have some major technical issues earlier.
2: Oh, I caused
0: it. You 100% caused caused it. it. You did. And you know you did.
2: I'm pretty sure it's your Floridian uh, zombie apocalypse
0: connection. Pretty sure it wasn't. Just saying. Like, uh, you know, pretty sure um, it was definitely your fault. So, yeah.
2: We got good Wi-Fi. We're on the right time zone and got good Wi-Fi.
0: No, you're not. You're in California. California, everything just burns to the ground. I can't even smoke out there whenever we come to visit one day, because I'm afraid everything's just going to burn to the fucking ground. (laughs) And you know that just as well as I do. But anyways, yeah, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, The unfortunate return of Daniel Bryan. um, The great and awesome return of Big Cass, actually. That's a thing that's happening right now. Uh, You know... You're going you're gonna to down or shit-talk Daniel Bryan's return, but you're going to praise Big Cass? Yeah, I am, because that's, you know, it's Big Cass. I mean, shit. You know. I mean, you're fucking, do I need to even speak you, about how awesome he is? You're a numpy. I, I think that someone is having a moment, a little retard moment, but it's okay. I still love you. Uh, the return of the awesome Big Cass, um, we've got... Let's see the New did Japan he, Cup finals results. Did he tear uh, his ACL like getting in the ring or something? Go fuck yourself, Sean. Um, <coughs> we got a lot of stuff to talk about here on the World Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, the Big Bad Boo Bear, and then there's that other guy. Um, what's his name? Oh shit! Uh, what is your I don't name? No, the, the founding father of the World Wrestling Podcast. Who are you know? again? The Big kinda... Valley Kid, Sean B. We've yeah. kinda moved on. So you know Oh. Oh, you dirty bitch, Next You know, I'm it. just saying, like, we've moved on. It's 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 boobies. That's what it is. Boobies have made that us hurt. move on. That, that hurt. Right. But We'll be back here after just a few, well, not even a few, quick songs. we got to share it around. we got to get all our friends in here to hang out with us. The Big Babu Bear, the Big Kelly Kid, Sean B. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Oh, yeah. Hashtag Team Cody.
1: We do is just. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Like the song says, wrestling has more than one royal family, ain't that right, Sean? Ain't ain't that right?
2: No. Yes, no. it does.
0: Yes, it does.
2: Well, well, that is true. Wrestling does have more than one royal family. However, Cody does not fit into that. If King he Cody. was so, if he was so royal, Matt Taven wouldn't have stolen
0: his reign. Matt Taven is a thief and should have been apprehended by the police that night. Just saying. You know, just saying. I mean, you know, anybody else steals anything in this country and, you know, they're taken to jail. Due process. But no, Matt Taven, just because it was in a wrestling ring, it's okay. You know, common thief and, you know, dribble of the earth and gets away with it. So, yeah. That's what I think about that. If you would really want so to get why? Because...
2: He's the leader of the kingdom, bro. Fuck the kingdom. Bow. Hashtag.
0: Bow hashtag. The fuck the kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Only hashtag that needs to be thrown. Is hashtag Team hashtag. Cody? Is that what you hashtag. want to say? Team Cody? T- Cody, T- Cody? Team Cody? Team Cody? Team Cody? Team Cody? Yeah? Team Cody. <laughs> Did you say hashtag Team Cody? That's what I heard. No. I said, I said fuck Team Cody. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Hashtag Team Cody. For life. But anyways, yes, we're getting back to it tonight. It's been uh, about a week or so if we've been able to get back on. She's been having technical issues earlier today, and uh, just trying to get back on here. It was always all Sean's fault, I like I said earlier. We
2: had we had a good flow going and stuff yeah. too. Right? I, I was I yeah. was into it. I was
0: I was giving you the what for on Daniel Bryan. It was beautiful. I don't even want to talk about Daniel Bryan and his terrible decision to come back to the ring in WWE.
2: It is not terrible, Nick. It is not
0: uh, God, I feel like it is, though, bro. It is. Look, um, I have told you how I feel about uh, them coming back, or him coming back to the ring. And like I, I said, it's it's not necessarily that I hate Daniel Bryan for any reason. No, I love Daniel Bryan. Great wrestler. You know, really, really good at his job. Really, really good at getting the crowd going at... at, at you know, doing what he's supposed to do. But, <clears throat> you know just as well as I do, he has been trying to get cleared for years. He's been going to different doctors for years. Not for years. Probably like the last year or so he's been
2: actively seeking it.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm just saying he's been doing it for a couple of years. He has been. He has been. I mean, and, like, it's been, like, what, two years? Two years? Three years? It's been close to three. So, I mean, he's attempted to go to every doctor in the world, man. And now, conveniently, he's cleared around WrestleMania. 34. It just seems very convenient to me. I feel like maybe, you know, he gave them an ultimatum. And said that, if you guys don't clear me, actually, yeah. matter of fact, we know that's exactly he what did, he said. He did give him an ultimatum, because
2: for at least the last six months, he's been cleared on all indie circuits. It's just been WWE, and I and I understand WWE's concern, uh, especially with the edge injury, Paige getting injured in the same way. Um, they have to be a little more cautious. Do I think he bought him, bought him off? No. Um, I think he's been in their training, doing everything he can to get physically better. Um, Like I said earlier, I know that episode got deleted, but I'll I'll reiterate now. Um, Any big sports company, whether it's WWE, um, NFL, any contact sport, um, they're constantly under a microscope uh, to make sure that their athletes, performers, aren't getting concussions that's the biggest thing you hear about anymore is concussions concussions how to stop them um and I think that if WWE wouldn't risk that sort of uh, scrutiny by clearing Daniel Bryan if he wasn't actually medically cleared because that's like I said that's a big microscope to be under um is it possible that he could have paid someone off to to get the, the clear most definitely if uh, Uh, The Million Dollar Man said it best. Everybody has a price. Um, So is it possible? Most definitely. But Daniel Bryan um, seems like a really smart guy. Um, I've seen him on Total Divas, Total Bellas, and stuff like that. Um, He seems like a really smart guy. I don't think he would risk um, A, killing himself, or B, doing anything to jeopardize uh, the life he has for his beautiful wife and child. Um, So do I think that he bought it fought his way back into the ring? Uh, definitely not. Um, is it a, a... I can see where people may think that he is just because um, of all the injuries and stuff that are playing in WWE right now at that time of the year. freaking Injuries are piling up. They're doing everything they can um, to make WrestleMania the biggest show possible. And what better way than Daniel Bryan being clear to put some asses in the seat but I honestly think that he's ready man um, uh, do I think that he needs to be pretty protective of himself? most definitely, um, like I said earlier as well, um, he's reached that level I feel in WWE um, that he can pick and choose who he wants to fight he should be very conscious with that um, and not try to wrestle anybody that's known to cause accidents aka Seth Rollins Uh, Nothing against Rollins. I'm a big fan. Um, But he has been known to hurt people, and that's the kind of stuff Daniel Bryan needs to watch out for until he gets some of that ring rust off. He's back in it fully. He should be very picky. Um, I was even a little concerned this past week on SmackDown. um, I didn't watch the full episode, but uh, he ended up getting powerbombed into the side of the ring by Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I was like, holy shit, that's that's a big hit to take coming fresh off an injury. So uh, should he be careful and picky about who he wrestles and how he goes about his wrestling matches? Very well, but um, I'm beyond excited to see a man picking I woke up the other morning and saw that he was medically, kill- medically cleared. I was fucking doing the yes chant in my room, went outside across the street, kicked in the old man's door, it was yes chanting him, walking back across the street. There was a lady pushing her baby. Pulled that baby out, started shaking
0: it. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, you know, pretty excited about this. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm I'm in the middle. I was trying to have. It was important. So I'm I'm back. Sorry. Um, no. My but but you understand then you get both sides of it with with the whole Daniel Bryan coming back. There's also another thing, and. That is the fact. Oh, and Jay says that the only fight (laughs) anyone wants to see him in is kicking Miz's ass. If not, get back to the locker room. Quote quoteth the great Big Jay, the metal honky. Thanks for coming out in the chat. I agree, man. we never we never got to see a
2: legit Daniel Bryan Miz feud. Miz was Daniel Bryan's mentor when um when NXT was still a reality fucking joke show. Um but the Miz was his mentor, and we saw the uh, Dan Bryan constantly defying him. We've seen him go to blows a couple times, but we never actually got to see a good Daniel Bryan Miz story. And um, I honestly, I could agree with Big J with that. Do I think if that match, or if that feud doesn't happen, he needs to get back to the locker room? Hell no, Daniel Bryan needs to yeah. get back in that title picture. But oh he gosh. definitely needs a run with the Miz for that Intercontinental Title. That could be a great first step for Daniel Bryan. Take that Intercontinental title, then get put into the, uh, the main event picture. Let Daniel Bryan be the first ever Intercontinental Universal Champion.
0: You know what? Uh, you know what Daniel Bryan needs to do. You know what he needs to do. Sean, uh, I have a feeling. I have a feeling you're about to say something really snarky, but proceed. Daniel Bryan needs to leave the WWE, and he needs to go and wrestle in companies that will actually appreciate him, like (sighs) New Japan Pro Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Defiant, uh, Evolve Pro Wrestling, anywhere else but the WWE, because let's face it, the first couple of months they're going to do really good. With Daniel Bryan, hell, they'll probably put him in some high-profile shit, especially with WrestleMania coming up. And then they'll kind of keep him on the high-profile list, you know, up until the middle of fucking this year, you know, around SummerSlam and shit. He'll lose to somebody like Brock Lesnar because, or eh, Brock Lesnar's leaving, so probably somebody like yeah, yeah, yes, probably like Braun Strowman, you know, he'll lose somebody like Braun Strowman or some shit like That, that. So that's a tag I want to see. Team fuck no, <laughs> no. Um, but and then he'll he'll go back. They'll they'll squander his talents just like they did the first time they had him when they fired him for trying to choke out Joey Roberts with a tie, which was a good part of that thing. I like. I mean, that. It was when he first when he first started WWE, yeah, he was a joke. But before he got
2: hurt, he was on a super high streak, man. Because it probably was the top of the world, um, and I don't think that they're gonna. To put that flame out, because whether you you're a WWE fan or an independent wrestling fan, something pops off that you like in Ring of Honor. You see it, New Japan. The yes chant is fucking huge, um, and I think Daniel Bryan needs to stay in WWE for the moment. Um, WWE is who made him the mega star that he is today. Um, yes, he was in Ring of Honor. He ran, uh, had some great matches with Christopher Daniels, won some titles. Um, but his, his level of stardom was nowhere near what it is today. And that all stems directly from his tenure in WWE. Um, I think he needs to spend the next year or two still in WWE uh, once his contract's up. Um, then hell yeah, go tear it up in the indie scenes, man, because you're going to bring that mega power uh, to all these indie companies and you're just going to do nothing but boost them. But um, hit that legendary status in WWE, then jumped down to the the indies and just fucking rocked it all over, man. Um, look at Austin Aries. Austin Aries kind of flopped in WWE, but he has like every title in the indie scene right now. He's like the teen gay world heavyweight champion. Um, he's the defiant, defiant champion. Yeah. Uh, he just showed up on uh, Ring of Honor uh, to challenge Silas Young for the... Um, the TV title, like, Austin Aries is killing it, man, and I think David O'Brien can have the same sort of um, run, but he needs to stay with the companies that made him what he is. Not necessarily made him what he is, but brought him to that level of superstardom. Um, The fact that they cleared him and for him to be like, oh, thanks for the clearance, but fuck you, be kind of would be kind of messed up well i just Um, i
0: think he should have uh, not even worried about being cleared and left man left the wwe behind him i mean yeah i get what you're saying they have done a lot for him that is true but i mean just okay as a wrestling fan and maybe it's different because i'm a wrestling fan and not a wrestler but as a wrestling fan i look at what people want and, yeah, okay, it may not be the biggest paycheck in the world. But right now, fuck, he's not hurting for money. He really isn't. Not at all. You know, he could go to these indie circuits, make some okay money. Hell, some guys say they make more money on the indies than they do the WWE. So money isn't enough. Oh, yeah. Money yeah, isn't even a problem the, in this in this situation. Look at the Bucks, Kitty Omega. Yeah, they make, yeah they, they make some of the best money in the business today. And they are nowhere near WWE. So money is not a problem. Look at what the fans want. You have no problem with your current finance situation. Take a break from if you if you have if you have to stay loyal. Find Paul Jericho and just leave for a little bit and work around the world. You know, do your thing with New Japan or Ring of Honor. Have some of the great Dream Match people want to see. People want to see Daniel Bryan and the Bullet Club lock up somehow. People want to see uh, Kazuchika Okada. And Daniel Bryan have some. That would be phenomenal, those two. Or, or fucking Minoru Suzuki and Daniel Bryan in the same ring together for a little bit. I mean, Minoru Suzuki would destroy him. I mean, the guy's a fucking <laughs> monster. But, you know, it'd still be a great match to watch. Um, and, and I can agree with that to a point. Um,
2: even if he did, what uh, his contract up, take a little bit of time to, like you said, do what Jericho did. Give us some of them dream matches and then come back and then finish his uh, career out in WWE. All yeah. very, very good options for him. Um, but at the moment, I think that he's exactly where he needs to be. There's still some really good rivalries that he can have in the WWE. Um, Big mean, Jay already said one of them. Uh, him and The Miz. I want to see Daniel Bryan versus Samoa
0: Joe. Um, Daniel Bryan has went up again. We've already seen that before, though. Him and Samoa. uh, uh, An actual, like, good, solid feud, man. They've had had good stuff in other companies. I mean, that's what I'm saying. The stuff that I'm talking about now is stuff that hasn't happened before. These aren't repeats. I mean, uh, him going after somebody like Minoru Suzuki or Kazuchika Okada is completely different. It's new. It's fresh. It's never happened for Daniel Bryan before. So, I mean, yeah, it'd be cool to see Samoa Joe and Daniel Bryan lock up again. And hell, it'd be cool and to it, see uh, Seth Rollins and him do it again when they've done it before. But I mean, but I'm just saying, why thing. not go we've something seen, different?
2: We've seen AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura before in the indies. Yeah. But guess what? That's going to be what is like pulling everybody to WrestleMania this year. No one's seen Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Everyone's yeah, talking of AJ Styles versus Nakamura. That's a freaking a WWE... WWE dream match yes it's happened in the indies but there's there's something different when it happens on WWE stage maybe it's because I'm, I'm such a hardcore WWE fan um, I was born, raised on WWE weekend it wasn't until I was older that I started branching out looking at WCW, ECW Like I knew who they were because of the whole invasion and all that but I never went out of my way to watch it I think, as a kid, I maybe watched four or five Monday Night Nitros. Other than that, it was always Raw. Freaking, when SmackDown debuted, it was Raw and SmackDown. Um, but it's, to me, there's something different, especially when it's WrestleMania, man. Um, there's just... I'm, I can't think of the right word. It's, it's that awe-inspired against it's WrestleMania. It's a dream match, freaking... It just makes it more special, even if you've seen it before.
0: I don't know. I just it's WrestleMania, and yeah, you have a point. You know, it does it's the granddaddy of them all, the grandest stage in all of sports, entertainment, aka wrestling. But I just think why not do something different? I mean that's just me. I mean, sure. Uh, Nakamura and AJ Styles is gonna be a great match. You know. If that happened. Yeah, if it happens. AJ is injured right now, uh, actually. And you've got some news on that in a minute. But I have a question I want to answer for for Big J in a minute. But I want to finish what I was going to say. But, no, you know, fucking... It's going to be a great match if it happens. We all know that. It's going to be magic. I just, you know, it's like... It feels to me like the WWE is doing what... TNA has done for so many years is doing what WCW did right there at the end and that's chasing the coattails of the more popular promotions and right now they're they're chasing the coattails of, of, of what happened with in New Japan between AJ and Nakamura they're chasing the coattails of the Bullet Club they're chasing the coattails of people like uh, damn I can't remember his name right now I, I really liked him in the Defiant Wrestling or WCPW Gallows no Drew Galloway. Drew Galloway. Or McIntyre, whatever they fucking call him in WWE now. I mean, it just feels Ooh, to me McIntyre. like... Like, where's the originality? You know?
2: Yeah. And I get that. And, and it's the same, uh, it's the same on the other, sh- other foot though. Um, a lot of these promotions will recycle old WWE storylines. They um, and that's, that's the beauty of this company. Um, if it if it works in one generation, let it die, then revamp it and bring it back for another generation. And nine out of ten times, it's gonna work, man. Um, I I honestly feel that we are WWE needs another
0: Monday Night Wars to shake
2: things up, man.
0: Well, I don't know specifically if it's going to be like a TV show like they had last time, but they are looking every year getting closer and closer to a real ratings war with New Japan Pro Wrestling because the last final frontier, or just the final frontier for New Japan, is the U.S. I mean, they have conquered all of the Eastern Front, I guess you could say, of wrestling in Japan and Asia and, you know, all those independent, you know, European parts and all that—they are kind of like the mecca of wrestling on the other side of the world.
2: Oh, I mean, definitely. And they're they're moving into the United States, man. Yeah, uh, the twenty-sixth of this month. Show. Yeah, they're going to have a show right here in Long Beach, uh,
0: which is a couple hours from me. So and I mean, that just sold out so yeah. fucking quick, dude. So I mean, I, and the plan is for that. You know, if you guys checked out that show buckle video I put up a while back, I, I plan on putting some more maybe today. Actually, after this one's over with. Um, you know, the plan was with the U.S. heavyweight, the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship, was to base a campaign and a promotion around that title and around um, some other titles they were talking about coming up with for specific for specific U.S. show, uh, whether it be once a month or once a week or whatever. I don't know the specifics, but that's coming. Maybe not next year, but it's it's in development. They're still trying to tap into a very more even more solid fan base in the U.S., and all it's going to take is another big boom of fans to go towards New Japan Pro Wrestling, and then we're going to have sort of possibly a ratings war over the wrestling community here in the U.S., and I feel like New Japan will win because there's a huge difference between New Japan and WWE, and that big difference is wrestling. New Japan is wrestling. WWE is sports entertainment, and and fans are starting to lean towards more getting back to actual wrestling. And that's nothing to hit on WWE because they still have a huge fan base, and they probably will always have a big fan base. I don't think they're going to go anywhere as long as they they can keep steady with some kind of good shit. But
2: I mean, and I I can agree with that as long as New Japan doesn't decide to give us a 40-minute match with 30 minutes of freaking
0: side headlock. Okay. Um, number one, that was a classic fucking match, by the way. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Uh, number, number two, that's better than half the shit I've seen on Raw in the last three years. Okay? I mean, that's that's a fact. That's better than half the shit that I've seen on Raw in the last three years. That's not even an exaggeration. I mean, you know, it, it, it's it's better. Way better.
2: I agree that the majority of their product is a lot better. Um, that's why, like, all every. I have the Fight app on my phone. As soon as uh, it pops up and says that um, Ring of Honor streaming live, I watch Ring of Honor and I'll catch Raw whenever it's on Hulu and stuff. But I agree that their, their product has um, hit the, the proverbial plateau. Uh, we've talked about it quite a few times here on the show. that... It's, it seems to be the trend in WWE. They'll, they'll get a fire spark into their ass whenever they they sent some blood in the water or the heat's getting turned up on them. And then their product will be phenomenal, man. They'll give us all the matches we want. They're doing everything. And then once the, that fire dies down, whoop, they're back to the plateau. Um, but New Japan would seriously... Um, and their collaboration with Ring of Honor makes them an even bigger threat, but they would really have to step up their game and uh, entertainment-wise, production-wise, the work, to be able to
0: to legitimately step up and kick WWE into that path. I mean, but how much more game do they really have to step up? I mean, look at them now. I mean, they are the talk of the town every time pay-per-view is done. I mean, it more, is, and more people they don't are.
2: Have, they uh, don't have the media influence like WWE has, and in uh, this market, and that's that's what you need. You need to uh, be. WWE revolutionizing the game right now with their their Facebook Live thing. New Japan can be doing Facebook Live shows, um, stuff like that. They need to get on a broadcast network. Um, no, they don't need it, but that would nominally help reach the. The people in the U.S. Uh, what the fuck? What, what's it in J.P.W. Like? Well, I'm just um, saying,
0: like up to this point, dude. I mean, they haven't needed a broadcast network, and I don't think they do. I mean, look at it from this perspective, and, and, and the fact that.
2: Point, and I agree. Up to this point, they haven't needed it, but if they legitimately want to be a contender, then that's something that they're gonna have to do. You can't go and take on the biggest wrestling company. Who is has their balls deep in the Make-A-Wish Foundation, the Be A Star campaign. They have so many outlets that keeps them funded, keeps them going. Where New Japan doesn't have that, and to be a legitimate competitor, they're going to have to. Start off small. Get on my ABC, um, one of the smaller channels. Hell, TNA was broadcasting on the freaking um, TV Guide channel. Um, baby steps, man. That's all I'm saying. Um, I agree. Up to this point, New Japan has done phenomenal. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stand with what I say. If they want to be a legit competitor, uh, freaking spit in Vince McMahon's mouth and be like, "Hey, we're here." They need to branch out to bigger media.
0: Well, if I just you know I get what you're saying. I do. I just don't think... I think that would be a bad idea for them to get it with a broadcasting company like ABC or anybody. Because then you have to worry about them wanting to have some sort of uh, input in on the product. Input in on the the wrestling, the show, the, the whatever. I mean, honestly, I feel like the whole feeling of the show, the whole feeling of the fact that it's almost like you have to go find a hole in the wall to watch it without paying add something to the show, add something to the the mystique, and I think taking that away, they I don't think they'd lose people, but I think they'd lose a little bit of that draw. I mean, right now, you can easily pay the exact same amount that you pay for the WWE Network for New Japan World. Hell, it's cheaper than WWE Network. And what you sacrifice is a lot of stuff that you're familiar with, but what you gain, you gain way better product, um, not as much consistency, but about as much quantity, and way better quality. And they, they give you that, and 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 it's worth it. And they're gaining people every day. There's more and more subscriptions coming to New Japan World, and there's more and more people deleting their WWE Network accounts, just like I did. I had I did it early because I just you know I was like fuck it, I'm done. I don't use it. It's a waste of money. I mean, like I said, other than this New Japan Cup, which it's been unfortunate I haven't been able to catch all of it just because I've been working and stuff, I have watched every pay-per-view from New Japan Pro Wrestling this year so far. And I haven't been disappointed. You know? I haven't been disappointed. If you need to do it again. And, uh, Hello? I
2: I agree to, to a point, man. Um, I canceled my WWE Network a long time ago uh, just because... They don't have the, the live shows or anything like that, and the pay per views have uh, the pay per views have been pretty stellar as of late. So the, the classic content is phenomenal, um, and honestly, I haven't I haven't got a chance to check out the New Japan World, um, but even New Japan World, um, you really feel that, that that alone is a big enough platform to just
0: step up. I feel like I, I feel like maybe some, some maybe Facebook Live is a good idea, getting themselves out there a little more. But honestly, putting themselves onto a broadcast network is going to do nothing but unfortunately bring in more fingers into the pie. And they don't but need if that. No they one
2: knows who they are, then it's, it's the same fingers in the pie that have already been but there. But that's the thing. Yeah, that,
0: can, but that, but that's the to... thing. Right now, is that everybody knows who they are. See the thing it's just like with me, when I wasn't a New Japan fan, I knew what New Japan was. You can ask almost any wrestling fan out there right now, they know what New Japan Pro Wrestling is, but they don't know what New Japan Pro Wrestling is about. That is the problem. Everybody knows what New Japan is. They know they know that it's a huge contender in the wrestling business, but they have no idea what it's really about. They just think it's a bunch of Japanese guys wrestling. What they don't know is that it, it brings you a diverse uh, fan of different wrestlers throughout the Indies company. I mean, throughout the some of the greatest wrestlers we've ever seen are coming from New Japan, Defiant, all of those corporations and companies out in the other side of the world. And I just don't think that they need too much more. Maybe a Facebook Live setup, a better advertising campaign, but actually going to a straight broadcasting company doing a show once a week. They, I think that would take something away from the show itself. Sticking to that once a month, twice a month pay per view setup. That's it's a, it's it has really profited for them, and it's worked for them in the long run so far. And I think, um, but, and
2: I agree. Uh-huh. Like I said, I I agree with everything you're saying to a point. I just feel that to to become the superpower, WWE would not have been what they are today if they did one or two pay-per-views a month. They uh, didn't really put themselves out there. Yeah, it was a different time, but still, um, you need, uh, especially social media, man, Uh, you need to be utilizing every... Uh, resource out there, and even if it's a small network company, just get get their shit on some network. Um, even if it's just like re- uh, replays of their pay per views from the last three years that they broadcast once a week on a certain show that helps invite uh, people that are in uh, US, Canada, other countries, and shit that don't know who um, New Japan is. Yes, they are huge. A lot of uh, wrestling fans know of New Japan due to the huge popularity of the Bullet Club and, uh, Young Bucks and such. Um, but there's still a huge untapped market because I constantly ask. Uh, uh, there's a few wrestling fans that I work with at the airport. I'll ask them if they uh, watch a JPW or I mean, to have had to ask what's the Bullet Club, and so there's still a big untapped market out there that doesn't know that are strictly WWE fans because that's the biggest source of wrestling in the United States is WWE. So I feel that if they could get like on a small network, just start pushing it out there slowly. Um, they have they have breached U.S. soil, man. Like I said, this paper or the show that they're doing in Long Beach. As soon as I heard the announcement about it, that shit was already sold out. So that they, they do have a big following, but I just feel uh, that to be the big competitor, if we wanted to see another Monday Night Wars or another war with WWE, they would have to be on that level on some sort.
0: Well, you know, to each its own. You know, I, I just I just feel differently about this. I agree with what you're saying to an extent, but I just feel like. Uh keeping on their current path, maybe adding some advertising campaigns. still Stop it. me poking me. Ashley's poking me in the face. <laughs> right. Stop it. Stop it. I will rock bottom you. Stop it. <laughs> no, but I, I just feel like adding some advertising campaigns might do them a hell of... a hell of a lot of good. Um, But Jay actually asked a question in the chat room earlier about... Uh, did KO get fired, Kevin Owens? Because um, um, as
2: as of right now, Kevin Owens has not been fired. Yeah, um, supposedly the storyline, um, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens both got, and I in quotations here, they got fired. Um, but I don't think that they have. Um, the what's stimming all this people thinking that Kevin Owens got fired is um, he changed his name on Twitter and thus doing so lost his validation um, if you look at any wrestler, The Rock, John Cena uh, they all have the little blue check mark next to the name that they're validated that that's really them um, and when he changed his name on Twitter it, he lost his validation so that's why people um, are jumping the gun thinking that he legit got fired. Um, but as of right now, WWE, no major news outlet um, has reported Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn legitimately being fired. Well. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Hold on. What?
2: But, um, yeah. The whole Kevin Owens thing—it's um, all—it's all, it's all kayfabe, from what I've been told. Um, they were on SmackDown this past week. Like I said, uh, Daniel Bryan came out. Daniel Bryan came out and uh, um, made a speech that he was medically cleared and stuff. They ended up power-bombing him into the the side of the ring. Um, they recently attacked. They recently attacked Shane McMahon as well. Um, so this is all, I believe, a ploy to, um, oh, Big Jay
0: said uh, there was some dead air. Hey, everybody, um, I think I'm back. Sorry, I was having problems with my mic. Uh, Jay, if you can hear me okay, just kind of give me an okay in the chat room. Um, we'll just keep, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 he said he could hear you. So I I, I think you made me too. I don't know. I'm back. I'm registering now. I wasn't registering before at all. I know I could hear you, but it wasn't actually showing me. Oh, uh, uh, was was that my fault as well? Probably. It was because of your retarded talk. But it's okay. I still love you. You know what I'm saying? Like, see what happens. See what happens when you go around spouting fucking Team Cody
2: nonsense. Uh-huh. That is the rest.
0: That is the wrestling gods putting their foot in your ass. No, that was Chris Benoit attempting to silence me with pillows. How
1: long did the show we make it?
0: 43 minutes, 45 seconds. <laughs> but, yeah. Um. No, Kevin Owens, I don't think has been fired. I haven't heard anything on it. You haven't heard anything on it. It's pretty much just, you know, part of a story or whatever they're doing right now. So... Because uh, I believe what they're
2: setting up is a Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan versus a Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn uh, tag team match at WrestleMania.
0: Really? I would like to see Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan go at it, brother. I, I honestly too, man.
2: <laughs>
0: like, I think it would be really, really good. Oh, oh God. Weird. Too soon. Too soon, Jay. <laughs> Too soon. Big a said, that was a uh, Owen Hart mic drop. <laughs> You're a terrible person.
2: Terrible person. I thought I thought you went ahead and took a car ride with the Macho Man. Oh,
0: Jesus Christ! And here we go. Okay. <laughs> Unethical bastards. <laughs> I think every t- we need to
2: get the little music cue so every time someone says "Crispin Wall," we can do the.
0: <laughs> oh god yeah hey, hold on uh, I'm, I'm... go ahead I'm, I'm just getting to some of our news and take, stuff that I've uh, kept... you mind taking a quick music break real quick yeah sure yeah we'll take a quick break we're back in a few I've got the Minoru Suzuki theme song playing behind me right now anyways that's fucking awesome because you know Sean has to be all douchey and get back to whatever Californians do <laughs> alright we'll be back in just a minute
1: la
3: strength, Ain't nobody man enough to feel the pain. And you can be next, you better give respect. Cause ain't nobody breaking this red neck. No, they don't want none. No, they don't want none. They will not want none. No, they don't want none. They will
0: not want none. No, they don't want none. Ain't lookin' scared on it. Don't really want none. I'm a max truck. Don't get wrong. Hello, everybody. Sorry about the long break. I had to run and get some smokes. John had to run and take his retard meds because, you know, he is. Part of.
2: Yeah, that's what I had to do. I was actually bidding my family
0: farewell. We're gonna be gone for about a week. That's what he likes to say. That's what he likes to say. But really, it's it's not. Yeah. But yes, we are back here live. Long break. Had to get smoked. Can't do without smokes. You know how that is. smoke.
3: smoke. smoke. smoke.
0: smoke. Uh.
2: Anyway. Bro, you took so long. I had time to get ready for work,
0: take a shit, and beat off the page. You do that anyways while we're on a show. So I don't know why that's any different than any other day. Yeah,
2: you got me there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Speaking of beating off to some very hunt The fabulous moolah was recently honored by her own... <laughs> I couldn't even do it. I couldn't even... I, I couldn't, you know, because of things. <laughs>
2: that was nice.
0: Um, recently, though, in in all reality, recently, the Fabulous Moolah was honored uh, with her own Memorial Battle Royal this coming WrestleMania. But, it seems that a lot of people spoke out against this. Now, from what I gather, she was almost, uh, compared... (laughs) She was almost compared to a pimp. And she was pimping out the girls in the locker room. And she was a pretty bad lady behind the scenes. And so, if that's the truth, which I'm guessing it is, yeah, it's a good move. They changed the name. Because 10,000 people came out and signed a petition. Um, it says, Yeah, uh,
2: dude, shit blew the fuck up. It was insane. Quickly. It was actually very
0: quickly. This was like overnight.
2: They yeah, they announced that it was going to be the Fabulous Blue Battle Royal instead of the Andre the Giant Battle Royal this year. And... Um, Like instantly, I was on multiple uh, wrestling pages and stuff that I'm on. People were fucking furious, dude, saying that she was a racist. She was a fucking horrible person. She was a, um, like you said, a glorified pimp. Like, and I never knew any of this about her. Neither did I. Neither did I. Off guard. I was like, whoa! Why all of a sudden hate for Mula? I no, I was bitching when they inducted her in the Hall of Fame or anything. None of this came out when she died. Freaking, it was just like all of a sudden, freaking the the jackals were out in full force, man, and uh, it 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 shook WWE to the point, And this is the first time I've ever seen WWE sway. Freaking people bitched and bitched about freaking the Great Balls of Fire pay per view and other shit. Um, they've been petitioning for years to get Davy Boy Smith inducted to the Hall of Fame, and a lot of the time WWE won't budge when it comes to once Vince makes up his mind. Damn it, that's the way it's gonna be. But freaking, um, it it got so much heat that it shook WWE, and they've actually changed it. It's gonna be the women's uh, battle royal, or the women's WrestleMania battle royal.
0: Well, what's upsetting about that, though, is they really should have went for another female wrestler. that deserve something like that. I mean, I can name two off the top, three off the top of my head. You know, Alondra Blaze, Bull Nakano, and the great Mae Young. Um, you I know, was
2: just about to say that. Call it the Mae Young Battle Royal. Hell, the Trish Stratus
0: Battle Royal, The China anything. Battle Royal. I mean, you know. <laughs> I don't think they'll ever do that. But no, they won't. They won't. But, I mean... No, it's it's like there's just so many other women that deserve oh, that title. They could have called
2: it the Miss Elizabeth Battle Royal. Not only recognized her as the great star, but also paid tribute to the her her tragic end.
0: Yeah. And I mean there's just what's upsetting is they didn't even explore that. They just straight went, Okay, women's battle royal because we can't do this. And that's, that's a little fucked up. I mean, that's that's a little fucked up. Um, the article says, It looks like in a day and age where information can travel as fast WWE realized they can't totally rewrite history. When the fabulous Moolah was given the namesake for the female battle royal at WrestleMania 34, a lot of people had plenty to say. WWE even had to disable comments for their video announcing the match. WWE confirmed via a statement to The Wrap that they are changing the name of the fabulous Moolah Battle Royal in the wake of this controversy. In a statement, WWE said, after further consideration, we believe it's best to proceed with the same with the name WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. What remains most important is that the historic match is part of WWE's unwavering commitment to the women's division. So, I mean, you know, I'm, yeah. Unwavering. <laughs> unwavering. Big J says uh, Miss Elizabeth was a dirty whore. <laughs> He's a terrible I mean, person. He is terrible,
2: and you know, she was uh, snapping into the Macho Man Slim Jim and, uh, and did a little Lex Luger. I mean, kind of how she got
0: all all eighty six there. But um, Lex Luger was innocent, so I mean, you know, completely one hundred percent innocent. Just saying.
2: Yeah, so it's been lost
0: Oh, for fuck's sake. Come on. We don't have to do this right now. (laughs) Instead, we could be talking about Brian Christopher. I mean, don't you love talking about Brian Christopher? Oops. Uh, Come on, man. Too cool? Brian Christopher? Uh, Yeah. Grandmaster Sexay? Grandmaster Sexay. He's not so Grandmaster or Sexay after his recent altercation with an ex-TNA star from what I gather Um, there was a violent altercation that took place in mid February but news of the altercation only came to light this week and it involves former WWE superstar Brian Christopher and former TNA superstar Chase Stevens you probably know Christopher as the son of Jerry the King Lawler and Stevens has one half of the Naturals tag team during the early years of TNA the Wrestling Observer newsletter had details on the severity of the engineer's inju- injuries. Excuse me, Christopher had beaten up so had been beaten up so bad that he suffered a fractured skull, broken nose, broken orbital bone, and had teeth knocked out. He was rushed to the hospital when police Holy arrived. Oh shit! Yeah, uh, he was rushed to the hospital when police arrived, and things were so bad that Rikishi had went to Facebook and asked for prayers, according to the police report. Uh, Lawler was intoxicated when they arrived on the scene. They took him to the hotel lobby. The police report states that the fight took place February 18th at the Fairfield Inn in Evansville, in Indiana, and in room 318, just after 4 a.m. Stevens, a former Golden Gloves boxing champion, was arrested and charged with battery. There was a GoFundMe set up by Lawler's manager to help cover the medical costs and to claim, and the claim that, uh, that he was banged up from an accident at home. Uh, we know how we know now. The injuries are from the altercation with Stevens. So the GoFundMe accounts later deleted, perhaps because the news was getting out of the true circumstances surrounding his injuries. And they um, only
2: charged uh, other dude shit.
0: with battery, dude. Yeah, like,
2: I, I believe uh, that's called attempted murder,
0: dude. Oh, I'm trying to find a way now to get this picture. Um. Oh my God, he looks bad. Hold on. I'm trying to get, I'm going to just copy the page and uh, I'll put it in the chat. He looks like Mr. Fuji, dude.
2: <laughs>
0: that's how bad he looks right now. Like legitimately, he, eyes are swelled up. This is the picture they have, I guess is like right after, like a day or two after um, the fight. Oh, uh, That's too soon, Jay. Too soon, by the way. Just thought I'd let you know that. You need one of those, like, too soon buttons that light up when you say things that are too soon. <laughs> I can't paste it. I don't know why. I'm going to send it to you, Sean, and see if you can put it in the chat. Um, it's a little bit down the page. If you scroll down there, you'll see what I'm talking about.
2: Aw, oh, damn, Jay. I, I, when you said that, I had to
0: go look at the chatty. Of course you And do. now I wish that I hadn't looked at the chatty. Like a fucking train wreck, sir. Like a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not even going to repeat what he said because that's just, no. But no, um, the picture is just bad. Oh, my God. You'll see it in a minute. Holy like, shit, Paul. Do you see it? Like, oh, my God. I mean, his yeah. eyes are fucked up. He's so swollen, lip split, uh, swelled up. He don't even look like Brian Christopher anymore. He's definitely not going to be, you know, Grandmaster Sexy after this. I'm just saying. And.
2: I went ahead and dropped the link for it in the chatty. So those of you who are in the chatty listening, my, um, or even those of you catch it on demand, hit that. Hit that link that I just dropped in the chatty. Uh, he is uh, completely pooped.
0: I mean, that's kind of what happens when you box a Golden Gloves boxing champ. I mean, I, I mean, just say it. I mean, you know. You know your surroundings. I mean, you know, don't get into a fight with a guy who's ex-military. Don't get into a fight with a guy who has a gun. Don't get into a fight with a guy who's a Golden Gloves boxing champion. I'm just saying.
2: Their master brought piss to a shit fight, bro. <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> he's lucky he's not drinking or eating out of a tube for the rest of his fucking life. Ah, hey, he looks bad. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how Jerry took that. Or if he was more pissed off that his son got beat the holy hell out of than he is like his son is beat the holy hell Like, He's like, oh, you're okay? No. You're not okay because you lost a fight. And this is Tennessee. Or...
2: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> um, your name's no longer
0: Lawler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just figure Jerry is probably like one of those guys who taught his kids it's better to, to go into a fight at school and win it than to be the snitch or your teacher or some shit like that. You know, he looks like one of those guys. Like, oh, I heard you got into a fight today. If you didn't win, don't come home. You know, like, that's real. That's a lot of incentive. That That's legitimately incentive for, dude, I know that they do things differently in, in California, but legit, there are so many kids that I knew, or know now, so many guys that I knew that their their dad would tell them, you know, if you get into a fight at school, you would either win or you don't come home. Because my kid's not going to be a pussy. And I'm just like, wow, holy fuck. You were like 10? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> that is legitimately the advice that they like were you giving. You just got your ass kicked in kindergarten. You're on your own time. I don't know. You better find a job to support yourself, you know, in your lollipop habit <laughs> because I don't raise pussies. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, it's legitimately, that's, I wonder if that's what's going through his mind. Yeah, well, I can't. You get a charcoal sucker. <laughs> a lollipops are for winners. <laughs> uh, uh, that's great. <laughs> you get a charcoal sucker. Speaking lollipops are for winners.
2: Speaking of people being shunned, there's the old rumor mill spinning about one Mr. Oh, Hogan brother um, and his possible um, appearance. WWE just recently... Um, broke their silence and issued a statement. Um, so the, uh, I read over the article. I'm just going to give a brief, a brief, uh, rundown of it. Uh, pretty much, WB's um, WWE's China book as many big names as possible for this greatest Royal Rumble thing that they're doing in India. Um, and among the names that were mentioned, uh, to make it apparent have some sort of role was one Mr. Hulk Hogan. Um, Mark Henry recently spoke out about it and said um, that Hogan would always uh, be welcome back in the WWE, but he feels that he should apologize to every superstar in the locker room. Well, I think he uh, said
0: that a while back, though.
2: Didn't he? Yeah. He, yeah. Uh, but that's what they re- recapped on in the article. In um, WWE's... Uh, statement was uh, short and simple. It said in regards to uh, Terry Bolova, whatever his last name Balea,
0: is. Terry Balea.
2: A.K. Hulk Hogan. Um, they want to use him as an example of uh, what not to do as a professional wrestler. And at this time, he is under no contract with WWE.
0: Well, I mean, like, we've talked about the Hogan situation a few times before. And, I mean, my my stance on it still is the same. And that is that never say never. I mean, I, I don't see him coming back tomorrow. And, I mean, I could be wrong. Hell, they could bring him back on the next fucking the next WrestleMania. Easy. Very I true, mean. man. And
2: um, the plans that had been mentioned were a tag team match with him and Braun Strowman uh, partnering up. Braun Strowman doing the, the, most of the heavy lifting. Hogan coming in, throwing some punches, hitting the leg drop. Um, pretty much letting Braun shoulder uh, most of the match. Um, but as of right now, WWE said he's not under any contract. Um, but like you said, man, never say never. Um, there's been people that have came back that I thought would never come back. Hell, Chris Jericho said after his last run, uh, that he wasn't coming back, and then a year later we were getting coded, uh, coded messages on Raw and all this shit. So there's there's always the opportunity, man. The only person I feel that may never come back would be CM Punk, um, and just because that's how we've talked about this countless times, just how nasty things ended with them. Um, but you know,
0: if the demand's right and the money's right. I I think even he could be sweet. Um I don't I don't even know if the money would be right for him. I mean WWE I don't think they would ever make an offer back. I mean especially when <coughs> Trips is pretty much gonna get the reins. Him and Steph are probably gonna get the reins whenever Vince finally passes away. Him and Trips did not get along very well, so I don't I just don't see him coming back in the next twenty years at all. Maybe WrestleMania like fifty. You know? Maybe. I mean, what? We'll just have to wait and see. I just really don't think it's going to be anytime soon. Um, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of things showing up, like hands out of the fabulous Moonlight Vagina, uh, we have got a new Royal Rumble thing going on in WWE. It uh, looks like the 50-man greatest Royal Rumble will be televised. Um, the mega show in Saudi Arabia will be televised, at least that is what Roman Reigns hinted at on Friday. Reigns was interviewed on the Jim and Sam show on SiriusXM, and he said that he believes that it will air on the WWE Network. He said, hopefully, now I'm not giving any spoilers, but I believe it's going to be a huge Network special. The show will be loaded with top names including Reigns, John Cena, Jericho, New Day, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Triple H, and more. The Undertaker is also expected to be on the show, but it's not clear if he'll be in the Rumble match or if he'll be doing something else on the show. The reason why WWE is hyping the show up so much and giving away such a big match is that it is has a very lucrative 10-year television deal there, and they are being paid a lot of money for the ta- stadium show. Um, so that's kind of big. A uh, Saudi Arabia Royal Rumble. It's not happened before. 50-man Royal Rumble. Interesting. What do you think about that? Um,
2: I mean, I don't get why they're going to call it the Royal Rumble. I mean, we've already had the Royal Rumble this year. Um, I just think the name's a little, a little weird. Uh, but I'm glad they're doing a, a big show like that in a different country, man. Uh, I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for WrestleMania to be in London or somewhere else besides the US, man. I think it'd be a good thing for them to start, uh, doing big shows like that, um, Getting other countries involved.
0: Yeah, I think it'd be a good thing too. Um, and do they even have? I mean, I'm sure they do, but 50 man Rumble—that's gonna be fucking huge. Dude. It's the biggest Rumble they've done to date. It started off with 20, went to 30, was at 40 for a long time, and now they're doing a 50 man. So, so it's 40 kinda, was
2: only for one. 40 was only for one year. Was
0: I thought 40 was a, for a couple of years in a row. I thought it was always the one year. Oh, maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe you are right. If that so was think... the year fucking Del Rio won. Oh, Del Rio! What a great wrestler. Yeah, you it's know Julia. it. Yeah, you know it. We the people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Moving on, ladies and gentlemen, to the next subject. Um, is actually Brian Pillman Jr. Um, now, I've talked a little bit about Brian Pillman Jr. in the past, and he's been starting to gain traction in the wrestling scene uh, the last year or so. I mean, obviously, he's the son of Fly and Brian, so I mean, it's not going to be hard for him to have some sort of impact in wrestling right now as, as it's getting to be some of the biggest years in wrestling history. Um, but he had sort of a, uh, another side of the story about his family. Here, um, in an interview with uh, someone else. I'm not really sure. But here we go. Uh, here's the article here. Brian Pillman Jr. appeared on Matt Coon's Going Broadway podcast and discussed his mother's neglect of him and more. It sounds like Sean's on a subway. I don't know what's going on there. Sean, are you okay? Sorry. Yeah, I'm okay. All right. Wow, fan. <laughs> But his mother's neglect of him and more. Uh, on Mother Melanie's appearance on Raw the night after his father's death, she was already on her way out when she when he was dying. You can kind of see her heartlessness. It's like, why would you even go on TV 24 hours after your husband died? On Vince McMahon's decision to put her on TV, sure, it was probably it was like a little bit of a weird idea on his part, but the fact that my mother was like, sure, like, you know what I mean, give me some money and I'll do anything. She was just... To see her go on there, it was it was it was just it all comes back to that. That's the one point I can say. Yep, she never really was a good mother. Um, on his mother making ongoing royalties from WWE, she just sits on it and she don't have a job or anything. She just spends it all away. When my car broke down one time, I needed fifteen hundred bucks to fix it. She gave me eight hundred, and I'm like, well, at least she gave me something. <laughs> uh, this is after twenty years of being completely neglected by my own parents. Um, on what happened to the money made from the Brian Pillman memorial shows. With that money, she blew it all. And then my stepdad bought a new truck for the kids. We didn't see an influx of shit. Uh, we just saw them buying themselves stuff. On leaving home at 13, she probably didn't even know for a solid month that I was gone. I think she called me and said, where'd you go? I said, I moved out. You've been asleep for a month. Yeah, And that's what he dealt with after... I mean, I don't know how good of a father you know, Brian Pillman Sr. was. I mean, I'm not ever gonna, I don't know any of the facts, but coming from this, coming from Junior, talking about his mother specifically, uh, you know. That's from my eight-mile shit, bro. Yeah. Um, he's, he's trying Uh, to pull himself out of a pretty big rut, and he has some big shoes to fill. And, and as for him talking about, uh, (laughs) I'll
2: be to be a dick, but, uh, um, you talked about she's still living on the
0: royalties. Brian Pillman's still getting royalties? Yeah, no, he still does. I mean, shit, they've used him in the past to, um, video games. They talk about him on shows and have before, um, they oh, use his. Huh? I said all oh, true. I forgot about the him being on the game. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it, it's, it's understandable how she still gets royalties off the Brian Pillman name. But she should have given some to him. He was his kid, for Christ's sake. I mean, something. Oh, definitely.
2: Especially because he's trying to be a wrestler and fill those shoes. Uh, She should have paid his way through wrestling school. All that money.
0: It just, you know, it's pretty fucked up. Um, She really... Go
2: ahead.
0: It takes a certain kind of bitch to be that low. Yeah, man. that's That's just messed up. Like, you just don't do that to your kids, you know. Um, and I get that she was rich and they had money and all this, but... You know, it's it's just not right. And, and I, I think we all can say we really do sorry for uh, Junior there. But if he I, seems to be doing something with his life. I mean, he's not just doing the same thing. He's not just living off the Pillman name. He's trying to get out there. I've watched bits and pieces of his matches. I haven't got to see a full thing from him because he's still working with some uh, lower companies, and just kind of getting a feel out there, and his name out there, and such, and wrestling. Um, so I expect the next few years, well, what I've seen has been good. So, I mean, the next few years, uh, maybe not WWE or New Japan, but smaller, like Ring of Honor, or even, you know, uh, Pro Wrestling Evolve, or some of those smaller promotions. I could see him getting out there into the, into the, the, into the scene like that.
2: Yeah, it, would, it would definitely be cool to see, uh, see what he does with himself, man. Uh, and hell, if he gets good enough, maybe one day he will make it into w- uh, WWE like his pop. Uh, because we all know how WWE loves playing with the the second, third, fourth generation superstars. That's their that's their fucking thing, man.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. So I mean, it wouldn't take nothing for them to to get him on a Raw like next generation of uh, the Brian Pillman family. You know that kind of thing. Michael Cole and yeah. whatever he does. Um. But, yeah, so best of luck to, to Brian Pillman Jr. Hopefully, can't wait to see him in the ring very soon. Uh, some more returns there. We talked about Daniel Bryan and Big Cass, but this week's episode of WWE Monday, Monday Night Raw features some interesting developments as the stars of the red brand continue to set up the card for WrestleMania. Um, you know, there were some interesting names at uh, Raw.
2: Whew, sorry, you, uh, you gave me a little mini heart attack there for a second. When you said uh, make you were talking about returns, when said the red, I was like, oh god, no! Uh, I just had even Marie flashbacks for a second. <laughs> no, no, said,
0: man. You said for the red brand, I was like, okay, Raw. Oh <laughs> uh, no! I just, I just seen it that the PW Insider um they reported that similar Joe will also be backstage at the arena this coming Raw. Um, the word,
2: yeah. Cast both backstage this past week. Um, and- cast has been fully cleared um, as of right now. Samoa Joe's going through the final uh, protocols to get cleared. So I would say within uh, hell, I'm. I would say
0: someone's going to get screwed over at WrestleMania. <laughs> probably uh, in recent interviews Cass said indicated that he would be ready for a return around Wrestlemania season and the backstage talk was that the could potentially be making his return for the show shows big Cass has even has been out of action ever since he tours ACL during a street fight with Enzo Mori on Raw after SummerSlam 2017 Uh Samoa Joe has been out of action since before the Royal Rumble match. Joe was originally scheduled to enter the match, but he was pulled after discover he was dealing with an injury. Um so both are looking to return at a good time, uh, you know, in time for WrestleMania. It'd be cool to see Samoa Joe make an appearance, be cool to see Big Cass make an appearance. Um if you're -uh. booking it if you're booking it with the current match setup that you've got, how would you have either one of those two involved? In a... I'm, I'm
2: I'm really glad that you asked that, because I was like, I've been itching to say it for a second now, but Braun Strowman's looking for a tag team partner, he's, he's going for them tag team titles against the bar, man, uh, and either one of them, I don't think they're going to put Samoa Joe in the tag team title picture, uh, but... Big cast and Braun Strowman, man. That's a fucking hell of a forest.
0: That will be pretty cool. Um, I'd like to see Samoa Joe and Braun Strowman. That, I agree, man. The only thing uh, that keeps me, like I said, uh, Samoa
2: Joe is the, a the big title guy. Um, and... especially if everything's true and Roman Reigns is going to be winning that title, um, you know, Samoa Joe's going to be waiting
0: to fucking choke him out again. Yeah, but I need to start him off slow anyways. I mean, because Samoa Joe's good at tag team wrestling and he's been injured. So, you know, you've got some title stuff going on. Let's send Samoa Joe to the tag team division for a couple of months, you know, four or five solid months. And then we'll put him back into the, the main title division. Um... Taking on Roman Reigns at a big pay-per-view about SummerSlam or... You, are you really are you really giving Roman Reigns a five-month title run, bro? Uh, what do you think is going to happen, Sean? What do you think is actually going to happen? Are you, you, think I'm, you think that that's not going to happen? You think not going to give him a five-month title run? Roman
2: Reigns is going to have like a five or six-month
0: title run. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> You know, so let's, let's, not, let's not bullshit ourselves. There's no point in saying, oh, blah, 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 blah. We Steve, know what's going to happen. You for being optimistic, Nate. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry I have to be the realist out of the two of us. But legitimately, he's okay. going to have... We'll be lucky if it's just five months. We'll be lucky. You know, that, I mean, it, they... Could give him, they could give him the full Brock Lesnar, man. Maybe. But it's, it's probably going to be, like, at least a five-month run. That's at least. So, you know, we got that going. Then throw him back in the title picture later on in the year. I mean, it could easily... I mean, Big Cass is... Big Cass could also do it because he's just um, a mid-card guy. Um. So, I mean, you could easily just put him with Braun Strowman and have him turn on him at the end. I mean, I mean how are they going to... What's Big Cass going to do? I don't
2: know. His uh his mouthpiece isn't there anymore.
0: Set him up with Paul Heyman.
2: Ah, uh, Paul Heyman and uh Big Cast wanna be a good is as much as I like Big Cass, he's a forever mid-carter, bro. I don't see him ever breaking that 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 heavyweight champion potential. Have him join the bullet club. I could book that. <laughs> Of course you could. You booked John Cena into the <laughs> Bullet
0: Club. <laughs> it's the truth, though. John Cena would be a perfect Bullet Club member. I mean, they've already extended
2: the invite to Enzo, so, you know, why wouldn't they do it for Big
0: Cat? So, I mean, Enzo would be a great Bullet Club. I don't know why he hasn't joined them, which is unfortunate. That would be awesome if Enzo was part of the Bullet Club. He'd have his own shirt. It says G Club.
2: <laughs>
0: I could see it too. So on the back. On the back, it would say hashtag Team Kenny. No, it wouldn't, because he'd be a Team Cody guy. We know this. hashtag do Team Cody. We do, do we know this? We know this. Oh, we know. We know this. I mean, if we don't know anything else, we know this. Um, speaking of things that we know a hundred percent for sure, the first two names. Um, that have been confirmed for the all-in pay-per-view. Presented by the Young what? Bucks and Bullet Club. Yep, has been confirmed as of today. Uh-oh. And I cannot tell you who they are. What in the blue... fuck, What in the blue blazes? Ah, get it. Blue blazes. Blue blazer, you know. Owen Hart Blue dead, Nick. No, he's not.
2: <laughs> Anyways, Blue no. Blazer is dead as Spike Dudley. He's not dead. He's not dead. Okay. That's going That's gonna gotta be the first uh, uh, World Wrestling Podcast shirt. It's gonna have the logo and everything on the front and on the back. It's gonna say
0: Spike Dudley's not dead. <laughs> like Spike Dudley is not dead. I don't know why we keep having this argument. <laughs> He is alive. He is like a hundred... I, I really wish that he would just come on the show so I could end this argument. And get, look, man, he's alive. I told you he I was like alive. I like, Nick, I joked about fucking
2: with the Ouija board on the show, but you done, way done it, bro. <laughs>
0: like, he's still alive, people. Damn it. No, no, no. Um, Two people that have been 100% confirmed for the all-in show are two lucha wrestlers. And uh, I'm, nice. yeah, I'm happy to uh, announce that one of them is Penta El Cero M, or Pen- uh, Pentagon Jr., pretty much. Uh, Penta El Cero Muerta. What? Go ahead. I'll go ahead and finish this. Yeah. And then uh, Ray Phoenix. You ever heard of him? Ray Phoenix. Congratulations uh, to
2: both of you. I don't know who the fuck you are, but congrats. Get out.
0: Get out. Just, just just, get out. You don't you don't deserve it. Wa- I don't watch Lucha Underground, bro. I really don't watch it either, but you don't know who Pentagon Jr. is? Penta El Zero I know, Morte? I know I've heard of Pentagon Jr. I've seen, like,
2: clippets of it. I tried watching Lucha Underground, but um, their production's just bad, bro. It's
0: yeah, bad. I, I can't get into it. I've tried just for the sake of being a wrestling fan and hearing how good people I, really say it is. I've tried
2: I try to watch it for one simple reason. Johnny Mundo. Who? Oh, you I'm, know. I've never heard of Johnny, Johnny Mundo. Mundo a holder, the just... holder of the greatest <laughs> finisher of all time. Wait, Johnny do you Mundo. mean Johnny Impact? Is that what you mean? That
0: that never happened.
2: That, wait, no, don't John you mean Morrison, Johnny Impact? John Morrison John Morrison and Johnny
0: Mundo. Because there was a Johnny Nitro, and then there was a John Morrison, and then there was... Johnny Ch- Nitro was cool. Johnny Nitro was cool. But now there's a Johnny Impact, isn't there? A Johnny Im- It's weird how all these people have the same kind of name. He's, I don't know who that is. Maybe he's uh, like Johnny Menzel as a wrestler, <laughs> but... Johnny... bro. That's his okay. name now. That's his name now. Get over it, Johnny Impact. So when you when you when you say his name, you have to say Johnny Impact. That's his name right now.
2: I say Johnny Mundo. I don't know who John. Johnny Mundo is. But if you're talking about
0: Johnny Impact, yes, Johnny Impact was on uh Lucha Underground at one point, yes. So, you know our fans got confused. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Johnny Impact is terrible, by the way. I just thought I'd let you know that.
2: You really want... You really make me want to flip the table in the studio. I'm just saying,
0: the starship pain... I have asked so many wrestling fans, and they cannot fathom or understand an inkling of an (laughs) inkling... of why you would pick that move as the greatest finishing maneuver of all time. You had so many. The the coast-to-coast was better. Okay? The coast-to-coast is a better finisher than than the Starship Pain. The Cobra thingy that Sentinel Morella <laughs> does is a better finisher than the Starship Pain. Fucking oh, Hugh Morris's terrible moonsault was a better it's, start with... We're, was better. This was better. When we're
2: celebrating our fucking 10-year podcast anniversary, we'll still be talking about it. And that right there is why the Starship Pain is the greatest finisher
0: of all no! time. No, that is not, no! That's not how that works! <laughs> Starship Pain sucks. Okay, everybody knows the That's, super uh, kick is the greatest finisher of all time. Oh, Especially when you hit it into uh, Howdy Too hotties chest. Shut the fuck up. Match Ender. Shut match Ender, up. bro. It is a Match Ender. That was a pretty hard kick. So, <laughs> but but Yeah. Yeah, you suck.
2: Speaking, speaking a pretty hard kick. Um, we are kicking the ratings in their dick holes. We are super kicking freaking <laughs> uh, speakers all around the world, and that is because our ratings are doing pretty good, man. I got to give a take a quick moment to give a shout out to all the people in the last month who have uh boosted us to almost 32,000 plays. Um the top country in the uh listening in, sorry. Um is the United States at 95.58% of our listeners. Um coming in second place, shout out to all of our Israeli listeners. Israel has a 2.70% of our listening views. Then, uh, Israel's followed up by France and Canada. So thank you guys, uh, over in the other countries who tune yeah. into the World Wrestling Podcast. is uh, truly appreciated. I love getting on here that, um, we've boosted, we've boosted views in other countries. Um, some of the top cities that are listed in Dover, Pennsylvania, Auburn, California, Atlanta, Georgia, Uniontown, Pennsylvania, Minneapolis. Uh, we also got Knoxville, Indiana, Taft, California, Fort Worth, Texas, Tel Aviv, Israel, and Hanford, California. You guys are fucking awesome, so thank you so much uh, for taking time out of your day, either to listen in live or um, catching it on demand, all of our iHeartRadio listeners. um, We always uh, always try to make sure we take a moment out of the show, whether it's usually at the end, but um, I just looked at the stats right now. I was getting it pulled up, and I just had to give a big thank you to you guys. Um, Our women viewership is up, so Thank you to all you lovely ladies out there who have been tuning in. You guys are fucking awesome. Um, and so, at the moment, like the starship pain. Sorry, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm the captain of the starship pain, and I'm running this bitch solo. Um, Nick disappeared for some reason. His wife came into the studio, grabbed him by the ear, and drug him out. So he's out in the hallway being scorned because Nick's wife runs the show. Just saying, um, but moving on here, um, we got WrestleMania coming up. Hopefully it's going to be a good show this year. Um, the last couple of years have been pretty horrific. And um, I'm hoping that they can turn it around. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing if there's any surprise entrance in this uh, female battle royal. Uh, besides just the same divas or women's wrestlers. Sorry, we can't call them divas anymore. Um, see if we get any surprise entrance. Um, I'd love to see. Uh, I know we saw them at the Royal Rumble. But I'd love to see Trish Stratus or even Lita I'm um, back in one more good match. Um, the Asian Battles in Akamara, Um, I'm really hoping that that is the main event we deserve. Um, I'm not looking forward to the shit sandwich that they're going to be feeding us with. Uh, uh, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Um, I just think the first match... The first time they went at it a couple years ago when Seth Rollins cashed in. It was a, sol- it was a solid match. Was it the greatest main event of WrestleMania? Hell no. Uh, but it was decent. What made it even better was Seth Rollins cashing in that money. Um, I just think Brock Lesnar's given up at this point. Yes, he's the champion, but where the fuck is he? Uh, we don't see him every week. I think at this point, we know he's in talks with the UFC. Um, while the, uh, what was it? The last pay per view that Raw had, Elimination Chamber. Uh, while the Elimination Chamber was going on, Brock Lesnar, instead of being at a Raw pay per view defending his title or at least showing up as a champion, was taking pictures with Dana White. Um, so I think that at this point, it's going to be, Brock Lesnar is going to show up. We're going to see some suplexes. We're going to see some super punches. Um, it's going to go back and forth like that. Su- suplex, super punch. they can suplex, Superman punch. Then they're going to do it outside of the ring. And then eventually, we already know, Roman Reigns. Sorry, all you Roman Reigns fans out there, if I'm shitting in your Cheerios, but... Uh no once Roman Reigns is champion and yet again we're gonna have to be forced uh to see a Roman Reigns title run. Yeah. Um, but I'm really, really hoping that AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura, if AJ Styles is uh clear, um I just saw some news right now, I opened the article, but uh they're saying that things are looking hopeful at this point for AJ. Maybe it's not as bad as uh they thought in the beginning. Um so hopefully AJ will be able to compete in this match. Uh because if it's anything like we've seen before, this match is gonna be phenomenal. Um and I do believe that Mr. Swalemundo is back.
0: Yeah, and I think go I think I think Jay is right. The greatest event was Goldberg and Lesnar's first match, obviously. You know. It was.
2: Uh, I can't even dignify that with a response. <laughs> the second match was that awesome. Match, that match was fucking horrific, bro. That right there, I think if we did a worst WrestleMania matches of all time, have we done that?
0: Yeah, we have. We
2: have. Wasn't that? It yeah, that, that, was, that was like
0: number one. Yeah, that was like number one. That was probably like on oh. the list like twenty times. <laughs> like it had to. If, uh-huh. if we did top twenty. It'd be all of them.
2: Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad. In um,
0: um, other news, actually, uh, got some a bit of address, a bit of an address about the state of the WWE's 205 Live, straight from the horse's mouth. Triple H, uh, Mike Johnson of PW Insider, conducted an interview with Triple H while at last week's WrestleMania 35 press conference at the MetLife Stadium. During the interview. Here, spoke about the current state of 205 Live since it has changed directions several weeks ago. Hold on, I just gotta scroll down a little bit. It's a work in progress for sure. Every single show we do is a work in progress at, at all times. If you think, hey, this is what it is, you're done. That's across the board for WWE. People's tastes change. Time changes. You do the same thing for too long and that gets boring. Uh, you constantly have to evolve. It's one of the great things about our industry. I think it's constantly it's constantly evolving you constantly have to be in front of it the day you stop thinking i have something to learn about this you're done so to me all of it is a work in progress to a five live is a work in progress look it went in a direction, went in a direction after the Cruiseweight Classic. It went in a direction that was believed to be the right direction, and then fans told us it wasn't the right direction. So we're, we've changed course. They told us they didn't like the vanilla, so we went to chocolate. They told us we're digging the chocolate right now, so we're going to stick with it. And I think that's the exciting part. You know, the the great thing is we can turn on a dime. And we can deliver to people the things they want to see. Sometimes it may take a little bit to get rolling. Sometimes it might happen immediately. It just depends. I feel like we are heading in a good direction for 205 Live right now. NXT is firing on all cylinders. I think we're gearing up to head into WrestleMania season with a lot of guns blazing, and it's an exciting time. Um I mean, you know, the the fact is two of five live changed the minute that Trips got his hands on it.
2: And And I was just about to say that that right there is the beauty of Triple H being in charge, man.
0: Yeah, and it's been a good thing so far. So, I mean, you know, if he keeps doing what he's doing, he'll be fine. Anything Trips puts his hands on as a promoter and a booker, he has just fucking turned it to gold. He's like the Midas of wrestling right now. (laughs)
2: Even I mean, as a wrestler, man, look what he did with the uh, fucking DX, freaking uh, evolution, freaking everything Triple H has done since he became Triple H has been freaking. Stephanie McMahon has the minus pussy. He stuck it in her, and his whole world changed, bro. And uh, so, <laughs> oh thank you, God. Stephanie McMahon. Oh my God, that's that's just great. But um, I'm excited, man. If uh, he can legitimately turn around 205, I'll give it another chance. Um, I gave NXT another chance. Uh, because when it first started, NXT was... um uh, there's any young listeners out there, don't, don't YouTube this. Don't ever try to watch the old NXT. Horrible, horrible mm-hmm. stuff. Like,
0: tough enough, bad. Horrible um, wasn't bad. It's horrible with a capital
2: W. <laughs> um but once it got repackaged and they said it was gonna be a show. Um I gave it a, a chance and it started off slow but it turned into something amazing and a lot of the times man NXT has better matches and better shows than they it power. does. it does Raw does three. Um and that's solely tr- that's Triple H and Dusty Road Brainchild, man. Um Triple H has 100% full control over that, and it has absolutely flourished. Um, so if he can do that to the rest of the company, man, um, I, I think in the next couple years, WWE is going to be on a whole new level.
0: It's a possibility. You know, I think it's going to take Triple H to bring the bring WWE back to the golden years that it once had. You know, I think that's what it's going to take. He's also
2: got to keep that hammer at the ready for when Stephanie spouts out some dumb shit like, <laughs> Hey, maybe we should make Finn Balor an empowered gay. Hey, that'd be cool. Um, you know, I mean, nothing against the gay community or anything like that. Um, I just don't think putting Finn Balor out there as a gay, empowered character, um, is a good storyline, man. It didn't work for Billy and Chuck. Um, it didn't work for Fondango. Um, I don't think it would really work and it would just kill Finn Balor, man. Uh, because you what, have man? the former leader you have the former leader of the Bullet Club, a badass all around the world. Now you're gonna try to um sprinkle him with some uh some but, black I mean, you know, gimmick
0: it, it, I don't think But I mean if Finn Balor is gay, you know, it's really not that big of a deal. I mean, you know, Finn Balor may be gay, and it's cool.
2: Finn, Finn Balor, it's they've already proved uh, came out. Multiple sources, um, Finn Balor is not gay. Um, hell, if they wanted to run well, this angle, sure. let me get let me
0: get let me get Ashley's opinion here. Um, he's not actually gay, right? But Stephanie McMahon wanted to run him as an empowered gay man. Could you imagine? I mean. I'm just saying, like it would be a good idea. Could, you Could be. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Okay, How no, no, nobody wants You went too far. <laughs> too far. <sighs> oh, hey, fucking, Sean's puking in my ear right now, and That's hot. That's hot. it's not. It's not hot. There's nothing. There's nothing hot about that. Finn Balor licking Roman Reigns' abs is not. Uh, Roman, Reigns. Roman Reigns, sorry, licking Finn Roman Balor's.
2: Old Wrestling Podcast, not, not condone Roman, Reigns, Roman Reigns looking Finn Balor's asshole.
0: The only thing gayer than Chris Jericho <laughs> is Chris Jericho. <laughs> this one. It's behind the. Yeah. No, no, no. Mm mm. And um, moving along, getting away from this because that's just—it's just a terrible, I mean, about terrible mental image. I mean, we do more no, we could—we don't need to do more matchups, hon. We don't—we don't need that. That's oh, just. Really? That's, and gag. Bad, and it, bag and gag. Bag and gag. No, she's talking about big cast. No, no. Sean, you still there? Sean, are you? Yeah. Sorry, sorry.
2: Um, are you about to do the results for the New Japan Cup? Yes.
0: I am. Actually. All
2: right, so uh, I got to go into work right now. Um, so I will let you finish that up. I will take my my bow um, and say thank you, guys, for tuning into the show. Um, Nick's gonna cover the New Japan Cup um, and then say say the farewells or whatever he wants to do. The no. Starship Pain is yours to command. Sir. No, no, it's not. But, no, uh,
0: I thought you were <laughs> off today. By the way, real quick. I was supposed to,
2: but um, my coworker called and asked if I can cover. Fat bastard. I'm, I'm never going to say no to money.
0: Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you.
2: Well, so, Sean, uh, make you. sure to give me a follow on Twitter at HappyTheClown14 and follow me on Instagram at The Happy and Schizo Show as well as on Facebook. HappyTheClown. You see this big smiley on
0: face. Yes, sir. Check them out. Sean, thanks for hanging out with us today, buddy. I'm going to go into these results. You have a good day at work. Uh, oh, yeah, man,
2: and I look forward to uh, our show next week or whenever the next time we're able to get off.
0: Well, next, I'll tell my schedules Right now, after the day, I work five days straight, so I don't know when I'm off again right now.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty much the same right now. Yeah, um, yeah. But we'll work it out, and uh, Until next time, take care of each other and yourself. I'm the Big Cali Kid, and I'm signing the fuck out.
0: Peace, brother, peace. All right, next up, we've got the results. We've got the results to uh, the New Japan Cup finals, the final part of the New Japan Cup, the winner of the New Japan Cup, and the opportunity at a title shot, most likely at Kazuchika Okada. And, uh, so basically we're going to go down the card. Um, basically your first two matches were, uh, sort of Young Lion stuff. You had Shoto Yumino and Tetsuya Yogi going at it, uh, for a little bit. It was a nice opening match between two Young Lions. Uh, Umino, Umino excuse me, actually ended up winning it with the Boston Crab. Chi, a member of Suzuki, gun not really a Young Lion or anything, took on Tomoyuki Oka, who is a Young Lion, for another second good match. Uh, he won it with a, uh, after a pinfall with a super kick. Um... Next up, you had the Bullet Club, represented by Bad Luck Fale, Tanga and Yujiro Takahashi, taking on Michael Elgin, Toa Henare, and Togi Makabe. A great match. Uh, I think uh, Loa ended up. Tanga Loa ended up pulling off the victory form over Henare. Uh, another great, great opening match. Uh, after that was Killer Elite Squad, Davey Boy Smith and Lance Archer, versus Chaos, Tomohiro Ishii, and Toro, Toru Yano. Um... Surprisingly, I didn't see it coming. Uh, killer Elite Squad pulled off the victory there and uh, did a killer bomb on Yano and got the win. Uh, David Finley and Juice Robinson, another underdog win. Well, I say those two were underdog win, they're huge. I mean, I guess I could have seen it coming. I just didn't because I figured they would put uh, Chaos over. Um, but David Finley and Juice Robinson, members of Taguchi Japan, didn't see it coming. Took on Chaos's Hiroki, Goto, and Yoshihashi and actually pulled off the victory. Um, really didn't see it. it was it was a good match, very solid tag team match. After that was L.I.J. Los Ingobernables de Japón, which was represented by Bushi, Hiromu, Takahashi, and Sonata, and not Naito, Excuse me, took on Suzuki-gun, El Desperado, Minor Suzuki, Takahashi, Izuka, and Yoshitobu Kanemaru, um, and they actually pulled off a victory against them via submission. Uh, they just lost their tag team titles, the open weight tag, no, wait, um, the junior tag team titles. To uh, Suzuki-gun Suzuki not too recently, and then uh, Chaos's uh, Chucky T and Kazuchika Okada took on Bullet Club's Chase Owens and Kota Ibushi. Solid, solid match, but Okada ended up getting the victory over Chase Owens with the Cobra Clutch. Zack Saber Jr. took on Hiroshi Tanahashi, and what is being called, um, you know, <coughs> just an insane turn of events uh, pulled off the victory. Zack Sabre Jr. won the New Japan Cup over Hiroshi Tanahashi, the favorite. I mean, he's won it a few times, has took on Okada a few times and everybody figured this is going to be the time for Hiroshi to come back and win it and then go up against Okada once more for that IWGP Heavyweight Championship. And it didn't happen. Zack Sabre Jr. did it. So, Zack Sabre Jr. has said he wants Okada. And it will happen at April 11th, Sakura Genesis. Which is going to be badass. I can't wait to see. Um, I didn't expect it. I expected Hiroshi to win. But Zack Sabre Jr., he won it by submission. uh, After doing what he calls uh, the Napalm Death. And so there's your card. And your winner is Zack Sabre Jr. So it's going to be an interesting Sakura Genesis. It really is. Um, I wonder how it's all going to go down. But I I kind of feel like Okada is going to keep the strap for now. I don't see them changing it. I mean, Zack Sabre Jr. right now is the Evolve heavyweight champion. He's got so many titles on him right now. It's hell. It's, it's almost hilarious, but I don't see him taking the IWGP heavyweight title home because they put so much stock into Okada. And I just don't, they haven't put, they put a good bit into Zack Sabre Jr., but not enough for him to just walk in to a tournament, um, with Suzuki Goon and pull off a victory. So I don't know. I'll have to wait and see, but thanks for tuning in. We're going to tune out now. Uh, Remember check us out online here at Spreaker.com. And, uh, yeah, have a good evening. Thanks for tuning in today. Peace.
1: Terry, this isn't working.
0: Aye. Is it because I still be
1: living with me mother? No. Is it because me mates be scallywags? No, I like your friends. Is it? It's the pirate talk, Terry.
0: Yar. Everyone's caught up in the Old Bay filet of fish at McDonald's. It's the taste locals crave on our classic sandwich. Get two for $5, either original or with that Old Bay love. Yo-ho! Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Limited time only, single item at a regular
1: price. Capital One knows life doesn't alert you about your credit card. Pitch
3: hitting the catcher number two. Also, Karen in Row J eating the hot dog. Did you mean to tip 167% yesterday at Le Cafe Restaurant? Just check it.
2: So, meet Eno, the Capital One assistant that catches things that might look wrong, like over-tipping, then sends an alert to your phone and helps you fix it. Eno, another way Capital One is watching out for your money when you're not. Capital One, what's in your wallet? See CapitalOne.com for
3: details. Limitations apply.